Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference in Melbourne in August this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have the privilege of introducing Susan Cottrell. Susan completed degrees in both biomedical science and physiotherapy prior to beginning her Pilates journey in 2005, realising its benefits through personal experience in rehabilitation from debilitating neck pain. Susan went on to complete her diploma in Pilates with Polestar Pilates and subsequently opened her business, The Body Refinery, in Brisbane in 2007, building it to become a well-known centre of excellence in movement therapy and physiotherapy to now be employing over 40 staff. Susan also delivers the curriculum for the Body Refinery Education programs in conjunction with Carla Mullins and the Body Organics programs and shares her knowledge in supporting new teachers in the industry through regular study groups, workshops on specific pathologies and helping to build confidence in teachers to gain the most from their work in the profession. Susan is passionate about having Pilates being better recognised in the Australian healthcare system and firmly believes that comes from having a strong professional representation from a body like the PAA. Susan's presentation at this year's PAA conference is titled The Client Journey. It's not all about getting the client, it's about keeping the client. Susan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Susan, could you give us a quick overview of the presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? I developed the program and presentation around the Body Refineries business up in Brisbane and realized we can work really hard to get clients, but If we're just focused on that side of getting the client and not keeping the client, we're not doing a full job. In fact, we're probably only doing 25% of what we should be doing in order to run successful businesses. It sort of evolved from me developing a client journey program for our staff and a big map that we have on the wall for all of the touch points that our clients can come into and may have frustrations with or success with. And that helps the team break down any issues, essentially, and it's good to have it visualised. Fantastic. The 25% seems a pretty significant statistic. That's years of experience running your business. That would bring you to that point, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think so. I've been running the Body Refinery for 17 years now, and it's certainly a journey in itself, but I think that's something that we really have developed and worked really hard to get a hold of is our client journey. And we've got clients that have been coming for 17 years. It's definitely the experience. It's not about getting the client. It's about keeping them and marketing to the existing clients that you already have. So many years of experience, and we're looking forward to hearing that in the presentation at the conference. Thank you. Susan, (laughs) can you share with us the background experience or the specific learning you had yourself that was the catalyst to creating the content for this conference presentation? I started the Body Refinery not having any experience running a business. And I did some business courses in my first degree, which was biomedical science, some management and marketing components, just because I didn't want to be stuck in a lab all the time. And then I got into physiotherapy. So I really forgot about all of the marketing side of business and things because I never intended to own my own business. And initially I opened the doors and I hoped, which being where we're located in New Farm in Brisbane was a reasonable strategy, I suppose, in that the clients have a good socioeconomic background to be able to come in. As everybody would be aware, it's become a very competitive market, particularly in the last 10 years. 
And that led me to make sure that we were still the leader in the area of delivering Pilates and physiotherapy and massage as well. So I started doing a lot of business courses. And one of the best courses I did was about taking your own business and working on it over a period of six months with a panel of experts. It's called the Owner Manager Program and it started at UQ. It's now an independent program and available everywhere in Australia. And if you get the opportunity to do it, it's fantastic. So that started me looking into our client journey and putting ours together and realizing the importance of it. The other thing a lot of businesses forget is they market just to their clients, but I'm also really aware that I'm marketing to our staff as well. We've got a team of 40 people at the Body Refinery, so it's a large team, but you constantly have to be marketing to them and thinking of them as a client as well in many regards. So that's all part of it. I read a book many years ago called Selling. You're kidding yourself Mm -hmm. if you don't think you're in the game. And it was a great book. Absolutely. I think getting, especially the physiotherapy team here, to think of themselves as salespeople was a really mind-boggling experience for many physios and certainly for me. But you're delivering something that people need and the sale should be easy, but you've got to make sure you break down any pain points and barriers to entry and it's all part of educating. And the educating is actually the sales process. I also hear in the title of your presentation at the conference about keeping the client. It's really an ongoing serving needs service and therefore it becomes sales inherently. Absolutely. It does become sales inherently. And because there is so much competition and health and particularly the movement therapies are always evolving and there's always new evidence out, we've got to make sure we are staying on top of our game and delivering and changing our service. If you stay still, you become really stagnant and clients will get bored. As much as people hate change, they need it to evolve. So that's my philosophy is that we're always adding something new each year. I try and develop a new program or something else to be able to keep the existing clients fresh and interested and invested in our business. And I think that's your awareness, Susan, of having that exist up through the levels from your clientele then up through your staff and team members, and then for yourself as well, keeping that inspiration fresh and keeping it alive. Yeah, which has been challenging over the last three years, as many people have experienced with COVID. But I suppose now is an opportunity for businesses to really invest in that development of their client journey and be honed in on what the clients want. Because I think while it was a challenge, it's given people a lot more clarity about what they want in their life and what they want to spend their money on. And also with that, we've now got increased interest rates. So you've got to really be clever in how you keep your client because there is so much competition about. There's a reformist studio on every single corner. So what is your difference? What is your drive? And you'll find that when you write your own customer or client journey. The takeaway from that is your experience through the years is going to really come through loud and clear in your presentation, Susan. Hopefully. And I hope we can have a bit of fun with it too. So it won't be just a boring dry business discussion. I always like to bring a little bit of fun to a presentation. And Susan, for those considering coming along to the presentation at the conference, what will be the top couple of takeaway ideas and concepts from the session? I'm intending to make sure everybody leaves with a skeleton plan for their own businesses, whether they be two people in a business or 40, 50, 60, 100 people in a business that they leave with a very succinct journey in place for their clients. So handy to have that walk away tool to apply to your own business, I think. 
I hope so. And we'll be going through a few little things that maybe people haven't thought about in touch points of where their clients actually access their business. And from that early stage of becoming aware of the business in the first place, what the touch points can be and where they can improve their touch points for their clients. And after coming along to the presentation, what will participants be able to immediately apply with their clients when they return to work on the Monday after the conference? You've alluded to the checklist and toolbox that they'll leave with, but what will they be able to put in practice right away? Well, they probably won't change everything on Monday. Developing a client journey takes a little bit of time, but I'm hoping that that awareness of what a client journey is and all the touch points that they can take action on will lead to the attendees being able to start putting in process a plan for their businesses from Monday. So important, I think. Absolutely. You want to leave these conferences with something that you can take a change with. Susan, we all can't wait for your presentation coming up at the conference in Melbourne in August. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today, as always. Thanks so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you at the live presentations in August. Thanks so much, Bruce. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources, and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. The Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.